This is the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data for May 21st, 2013, episode one of the spring season. Like everything in life, it all comes down to size. Hey, Dito, do you know what time it is? Yes, it is, KT. It's time to talk about this. Ooh. All right. In this episode of the Kita Anime Podcast, we talk about how I relate to an anime character under stress. The big McBurger is back, and Colossal Titans ain't got time for walls. They just charge through them. All that more coming up. Need to record this. We don't need to record anything. <laughs> oh, it's at 25 frames per second. Okay. The show <laughs> begins in three, two, one. It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data. The Kita Anime Podcast is brought to you by these fake ad reads. Did you really think these were real? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kita Anime (laughs) Podcast. I am KT Data. And I am somebody who is over here. (laughs) I am Dito. And this is the podcast, the book club of podcasts. You might see all these other podcasts where there's talking heads. Well, we have talking heads, too. But the part of the thing is that you have to watch the animes or... You have no idea what we're going to be talking about today. And or you can just uh, BS through your way through and hopefully uh, catch it later. Yeah. Um, but don't worry. If you haven't seen any of these animes, do not fear. We take care of you here at ktdata.net and make sure you guys have what you need. So if you actually head on over to ktdata.net, look in the show notes. There are links to all these animes that we are going to be talking about. And this is the first episode of our spring season. Um, spring season yeah even though the weather in utah has no idea what season it is but i'll go with it there's no snow yet um god yeah it starts out in summer and then it came into winter without the snow yeah um but what's nice is that this is kind of this is the first time we've actually done this in our selection process uh dito picked one anime i picked one anime and you guys at home picked one anime Ooh, ooh, and we all know who you are yeah, we're you, watching you, you right now. You, so, you, you, yeah, you with the hair. Yeah, you that is either listening or watching this podcast because we have with both audio and video per- versions and the nose, you know, and the nose. We, we 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 know, and you guys voted and we listened. <laughs> all right, so, how are you doing? Silence. Yeah, how are you doing, Dito? Uh, certain things just need to just burn into fiery flames mm-hmm. so if you guys are wondering what we're talking about it's probably salt fest related look for a post that will explain everything shortly on ktdata.net written by me <laughs> all right yeah. let's talk about good things though dito like our first anime oh boy here we go <laughs> And our first anime is Ginga Kitukyo. I should practice these. Kikotai Majestic Prince. And it's brought to you by Giant Noses. If you're a commander in this anime, you have a giant nose. A gargantuan. Like, 
this big. You, you gotta admit, that's something I totally noticed when I watched this, is like all the higher-ups, their noses are like the giant size of the strawberry right here, and they're just honkers. <laughs> it's because when you get into high command, you have to do a lot of brown nosing. But anyways. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's, let's kind of introduce some of our characters, because there's actually a lot in this anime right here. Um, the backstory is that humanity has expanded into space. You know, something that we haven't done in real life yet, but I hope someday we will. We're going to Mars one way. Um, I Google. Yeah, but what happens is that there's an alien race called the Wugaru, and they're attacking humanity in their remote outposts and everything. So, humanity did a. The, we don't take things laying down. So, since we're watching an anime, Dito, what do you think we do? We take it from the front. <laughs> no, we actually give it to them by... Building assembling. robots, right? <laughs> well, like in any anime stuff, when you're attacked by aliens, you have to make a force. Yeah. You know, so you have your space force, you start creating your academies, training soldiers, and of course, you can't have this all without giant robots. I know, and this is kind of crazy, Dito. Like, we were talking about this the other day. In almost two years of doing the Kita Anime Podcast... This is our first giant robot anime. Like, I know. It's like, how it, did we not do a mecha anime yeah. up to this point? It's, it's kind of crazy if you think about it. Um, and so, one thing I have a gripe about this anime is they have no idea how to name anything or make really cool anime or acronyms like Gundam. That's a cool acronym. But AHSMB is not a cool acronym, and I can't even remember that. And that stands for Advanced High Standard Multi-Purpose Battle Device on there um i don't know why we just call it the zero system wait <laughs> what <laughs> um, sorry was that already used <laughs> maybe um and also they have an academy for the pilots which they call the military junior pre-academy which is the mjp and i'm like why didn't you just call it the mja <laughs> like you could tell they were pushing it with the pre-academy <laughs> something else like I think the acronym probably has something else in Japan that they probably don't want to associate with. Yeah. Um, and then so, in the in this, of course, if they're, they're talking about kids, so high schoolers, essentially, junior high, uh, that all blends course, together. Of course, you know, your 15 to 17 range. Yeah. Um, there's this team called the Team Rabbits. Another horrible name, can I add? <laughs> team Rabbits? That's really going to strike fear in your enemies. Team Rabbits on, is coming go. after you. Remember, the white rabbit. <laughs> you don't think Killer Force. Um, and they also have another nickname because each of these characters, they excel in their own fields, like individually, but you stick them in a the team, they suck. And they always score the lowest out of all their class. And they, they've kind of coined the nickname the Fail Five for these guys. Um, and I guess we should introduce who the Fail Five are on there because they end up being our protagonists. We have a... Izuru Hitachi, he pilots Red 5, and he's the leader of the team. He also likes manga and drawing manga. <laughs> and heroes. And he heroes, yes. heroes. Heroes. And then we have uh, Toshikazu Asagi, pilot of Blue 1, and he's the forward. So he's the guy who's usually the first one to go in. Um, and he has stomach problems, and I, I, we'll talk about it later. I feel for him. Um, we have uh, Tamaki Iri. And she pilots Rose number three, and she's what they call a booster. 
So her mech is actually faster than all the other mechs in the group. And her idea is to kind of go confuse the enemy and break their formation by speeding past them with her superior speed on there. We have a K Kugi Miya, which is a purple two. Can you guys get a theme on how they name the mechs? Um, and she's kind of the tactical sensor member of the team. So her mech has all these sensors and she can tell where the enemy's coming from and um, relay that to uh, Isuzuru. And uh, he can. And all of the cool little BB gadgets, yeah. uh, detector things. Yeah, out of all the mechs, that one definitely reminds me of a goddess from Pilot Candidate. Um, yes, yes, it does. And then we have last but not least is uh, Ataru Suruga. And he pilots Gold 4, and he's the uh, heavies weapons expert. You know, he um, does long-range weapon support or sniping on there. And total military geek. Um, so pretty much if you start asking me a tech question and I'll go rambling off, or a fan subject question and I'll go rambling off, he'll do that with military weapons on there. So um, With passion. With passion. So what's funny about this anime, Dito, is the reason I picked it is because it reminds me of a lot of different animes in just different forms. Like the mechas totally reminds me of pilot candidate or candidate for goddess, depending on when you watch the anime. Um, like all the designs kind of remind me of those goddess designs, you know, where they're like almost, they're not directly human looking, but they have this kind of uh, otherworldly feel to it. Um, and then the characters, definitely look like the straight out of uh, the world of scryd scryd i i have to say that the characters since this is mecha and they have it's the same characters i have to say it's gundam seed they like pull them right out of gundam seed yeah um and then like the numbering and everything that's that reminds me of you know the oldie but a favorite um not um voltron on there or golion because can you kind of see that because they all have different colors remember how like the red lion was the leader and the blue lion and oh red's always been the leader in any kind of like team-based kind of animes you know because we have even in sentai we have have all the like um what uh the super sentais we have like the kilkiders you know well not kilkiders actually is any of the sentai related ones will have that power rangers yeah power rangers well that's sentai so super sentai and then What's really funny is the Wugaru, when I saw him, hey, look, it's the Zentrani from Robotech. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little thing on their head didn't just well, say anything. Th- that and they're green, you know? Because like, I think the Zentrani were blue, but it's still like the glow coming off of them is like... No, I think I think they're actually green, but yeah. back then with the... With the, the, coloring the, so the coloring was so bad that they turned blue. <laughs> yeah, like that totally reminded and they they also talk in the... Like the they talk backwards. Yeah, does that not remind you of the Zentrani too? Because they would like they like do post effects on their voices, so they sound all low and echoey for the Zentrani. Like they're like they're tall or something. Wait. Yeah, like it, 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 it. Seriously, like doesn't it remind you? And like for some reason, like you think all these combinations would you just be like, oh, this is just another one of those mecha animes that are stealing from everybody, and not straight from Gundam. There is an anime that I swear is Gundam um, <laughs> on there. And for all those who probably have been watching the new seasons, know what we're talking about. Yeah, um, I'll just say Val Rave um, on there. <laughs> like th- this one, on the other hand, it seems to like take all of them, mesh them together, and then, but the characters have s- like all these character flaws. 
that I it's a it feels like a good balance to me. It's like what 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 was your impression from it after watching the first two episodes, Dito? I was after the first episode, I'm going, this is actually good. I mean, I could see like all these different, this uh, like combination of pulling everything, well, pulling like a little bit of everything, basically forming a spirit palm. Yeah. It's <laughs> the best way I could describe it. And it actually not taking that long and it was actually enjoyable. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, it's crazy. I was really skeptical about it because at that point, this was like the third mecha anime I saw in a row um, from, from the season. I'm like, oh man the mecha anime the other because the other the other ones didn't really impress me too much and this one like there's just something about it that i can't look away (laughs) on there um Uh, probably it's like the train the train effect you know you just the train wreck effect you just can't look away yeah but i'm not horrified that's the thing though who said you're horrified to have to look at a train wreck you gotta be partially horrified that's why you look in the first place this one it's like this is weird but i like it (laughs) on there um all right so here's yeah, our f- at least it's better than aquarian <laughs> yeah all right so here this is our first um spoiler per se so if you guys watch the kita anime podcast for a while now you know we try to limit the spoilers but this one's kind of necessary for kind of the second thing i wanted to talk about this anime and so in the first episode we see that um uh what's his name uh Isu- izuru he uh, pretty mu- and the rest of the team, they pretty much take out this invading enemy force. They're trying to evacuate this base because they're getting overrun. And all of them like manage to fight back the enemy where they're retreating. So they end up becoming you know heroes since it, it, this is what I like because this is a little bit realistic right here because apparently in the future, social media, still a big thing, you know? And so there's like video of them saving the day uh there's twitter posts and everything there's public opinion they are heroes so when you think the second episode would be more action of them fighting the aliens it's not it's about how they actually deal with their newfound um position glory you know wow that's a band i like that band um <laughs> their um you know their the popularity and everything is it's totally different from the, they used to be made fun of by all the kids in the academy because they were the lowest ranked in the class as a team. Um, and so now they have to kind of deal with that. And then they find out that how they control their mechs is the Julia system. And it's practically a representation of what's in their minds. So if they want to run, the mech's going to run. But if they want to fight, the mech is going to fight on there. So it's kind of, it's really interesting to see that combination right there. And, um, you know, it gets to the point where they're so popular and the um, group is so short on cash, they get sponsored mechs. This is what I found the funniest part about it too, because you know, when you first see the mechs, you just see them in their big forms. But apparently, they have mini forms inside of yeah, them. Yeah. So, and then this is like they're just like tattooed in sponsors, and they're and you know when you are sponsored, there's certain things you got to realize too. You can't not block your sponsor so that means like you know if you have a t-shirt on that says like nike or whatever so that has to be like right there visible at, at all times because you know you're sponsoring them yeah. in this case like when they are trying to like put up these relay satellites and everything for all the stuff they're like going we can't see our we can't see our ads and so they have to do something flashy in order yeah. to do like it's it's just it's so funny to me because that when i think of that i'm also reminded of a, a tiger and bunny because 
it's the same thing, you know. They get sponsored. They have sponsors and everything, and it's like it's, if something happens, yeah, like they can't. Yeah, it's, it's just pretty so much hilarious. NASCAR turned into mechs. <laughs> Don't ever compare those two again. Never oh, compare come those on. two again. Come on, because it, they can actually, Well, they can turn right. <laughs> it's space, you know. Every that. direct, every direction is the same. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, it's super interesting because, like, at the end of the um, episode, they're not functioning too well because they can't control their mechs because they don't know what to do. So I think this is going to be really, really interesting in in an anime-wise because, like, what would, like, how would you cope with that, Dito, if your emotions and your instincts were the main, like, it didn't matter how much you practiced, it didn't matter... Um, how good you score in simulations? The like, there's this. Uh, it you know, it's based on your instinct more than your skill. Well, it's it comes down to the same thing as well. I guess the best way you can describe it, it comes down to like high school kids with post traumatic depression because they don't know how to control themselves. Their feelings are all sorts of just jumbled up and everything itself, mm-hmm. and that's what these kids are getting put into. But the mech can read it. Yeah. So whatever they're actually feeling at that time, whether it being joy, fear, you know, lust or whatever itself, it's going to amplify it and it's going to react to that. So if you are scared, it's just going to be like, yeah. yeah. So Poor Asagi suck. with his ulcers. I, I totally feel for him. I totally feel for him. Yeah. I mean, like, for, like when the, you see, when you see him, he's just like going like, oh, my stomach. Oh, my stomach. Are you okay? Oh, my stomach. <laughs> oh. oh man so like i'm excited for this anime um i'm also excited for our next anime right here which is it might sound similar to an anime that we might have done last season uh. And our next anime is Hataraku Mao-sama, or The Devil is a Part-Timer, and it's brought to you by... Fast Food, because Super Size Me. <laughs> so, this, if, those who don't know, this is actually the second season to Mao Mao Yusha. Uh, I'm joking, actually. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell them, Nino. They were supposed to figure it out by yourself. I thought it would be a nice surprise. You oh, I know, but I want to say that just because that, you know, in this one, unlike like actually, if there's something to how Mao Mao Yusha is, we have our demon king, we have our hero, we have we have our assistant thing. characters too. In this case, it's assistant, and so we have uh, the characters now is Saito Mao, which is Satan Jacob. Tito, I can't. It, you muted yourself. It, yeah, I can't hear you, Dito. No? Uh, now I can hear you. Ah, hey, hey. I can hear you again. So, our second, our second, which is Emmy Yusha, which, you know, Emila Justina? Uh, Amelia. Amelia, sorry, Amelia Justina. All right, so then we have the minion because you can't have a demon king without a minion that is, you know, just freakily powerful too. 
you know, Shido or yeah, Shiro? Shiro. Shiro. I can never remember how. I thought he said Shido. Uh, Shiro Aisha. I never could say his name too. Or how do you say his name again? In uh, I think it's Alciel. So like Learkin Seal, except Alciel. Alciel. Yeah. I don't know. See, this is why it's not Mau Mau Yusha because it's not Hero, Demon King, Head Maid, Older Sister Maid, Little Sister Maid. That I still messed up on. (laughs) (laughs) But the only difference between the two of these series is that you know we so we have our Demon King fighting, Demon King and Hero fighting each other, but the Demon King gets pushed back. Actually, you know, so uh, Mao gets pushed back into the human world to modern day Japan where there is no magic. So he gets uh, rendered down into the form of a human. But since they don't have magical powers, they have to find their ways back. And the only way you can do that is by obeying human society. Oh, I thought you were going to say obey Henry. Well, yeah, obeying Henry too, but this doesn't really apply to this right now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We see them having to survive more things than just, say, like, you know, um, attacks by the rebel forces or trying to govern their minion society demons whenever. No, they actually have to find a place to sleep. Yeah. It- uh, they have to work for their food because, you know, now they have human bodies, they actually have to keep them sustenated or sustenance. This moral body grows weak. I require sustenance. This is good. Another. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I had to do it. I, I gotta say, I don't care what you guys say. Thor has some awesome one-liners. <laughs> yes, it does. Like Thor's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, but keep going. Yeah, across, go ahead. We come across the the work methods of uh, Shido Mao, and I just I don't care what Edwin says. I had a laugh at this because you know they're talking to the apartment saying that. Oh, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, we need food. And then he just kind of po- points over to like the bags and bags of takeout. Where, like, going. But you got to remember where he works, though. Yes, he works at... Mig Ronalds. Mig Ronalds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mig Ronalds. And they actually make a supersized reference on that. That's what made me laugh so hard. Oh. Because for, you know, the whole McDonald's supersized me. But... This show, like the first episode alone, like what did you think of the first episode, KT? Oh my god! Seriously, like I fell in love with this anime because it does the one thing that a lot of animes don't do. Because you see these super powerful beings and stuff, and part of me always asks this question: What are they doing in their downtime? What if they need to go to the bathroom? What if what do they do when they need to eat? And they get, you know, when they get sent into our world and they have to deal with these things like paying rent and going to work and all that stuff. It's oh, I love it because you you see how like it's these little things that we take for granted, um, but you see these all powerful characters that you know you think they're already taken care of, but they have no idea how to function on it, and it, I I love it. Um, and one of the things that I love so much in this first episode is just the pop culture references. I mean, like Holy Potter, blood of a sorcerer and a dragon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think my my first episode, the the thing I laughed at the hardest was his bike. <laughs> oh, he names it. <laughs> he names it after was it uh, Dun Dungear or like basically it was a mythic the mythical horse of yeah. uh, of, of Zeus, I think it was. I, yeah, I think so. Oh man, I, of course. No, I didn't Odin. Write. It was Odin. Yeah, I didn't write the name down. 
I wrote everybody else's name down, but I didn't write this. Julian, yeah, Durin. Oh man, there's something you, about Sparky. it just so hilarious about it, and you know they just they're dealing with stuff that we deal with on a day to day basis. I think it's awesome because you're seeing like his his attitude, his attitude toward the whole thing is that like any demon, like any demon you've ever seen in anime is always like striving for more and in his case it's like it may seem so pitifully weak to everybody and it's not to him he's just like you know i may be a part-timer now but i'm getting to shift lead before you know it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like going oh wow how it's like i can't help but just like admire and laugh at the same time too because you know it's just like I just got a hundred yen raise. That's like equivalent to a buck. It's like a, a dollar raise to us. And I'm just going like, wow. A dollar raise is pretty... That's a significant that's year. A, that's a lot. It is. I mean, normally you see people do anything between like 15 to 25 cent raises on, and maybe a 50 if you're really like exceptionally well. But like a dollar raise is like... Whoa, um, who did you just brown yeah, nose? Because that's literally like eight dollars every day if you work an eight hour shift, and that adds yeah, up. It, is. it does, it adds up, and also your taxes, too. Anyways, <laughs> so then we come across the end of the episode where this uh, this girl approaches him after he gave her gave his umbrella to her, and it finally wasn't turns that out a that, gentlemanly thing to do for Satan. Yeah, it's like Satan, of all people, was to give his umbrella on a bike, mind you, which I found very redundant, to a girl who is, like, just getting soaked. So Actually, that takes skill, thinking about it, Dito. He's riding a bike with one hand and holding up an umbrella, and he manages to, like, stop and accelerate with only one hand. No, not just that. And it manages to stay dry. Yeah. That is amazing. That's skill right there. Yeah, that's, that's more than amazing. That's just skill, baby. But... It turns out that she is actually the hero Emmy. And we learn that she's not quite hero-like in this, like, as they tried to show her. And not to mention <laughs> that she's kind of a stalker. Not even a stalker. like. Okay, so she's obsessed with trying to figure out what no good they're up to. By that, by that means she has to sit next to their garbage every can every night after work. To the garbage can, comes in, confronts them at work. He has to go make uh, her buy a burger so she doesn't, she's not a freeloader or a, sorry. Um, oh, I forgot to find the name of the burger. It was like a, um, oh, yeah. Uh, it was another good one. It was a MIG something. <laughs> yeah, I have to go look that up. The MIG something. The MIG burger. But, I just couldn't help just to laugh how hard I laugh really, really hard the fact alone that of all the characters who's supposed to be like upholding justice and everything everything, she doesn't do a very good job of it. Yeah. And I just realized speaking of another off brand names, I love the company that she works for. It's a uh, um Dokomokomoko. So it, that yeah. is totally hundred percent a spoof on NC Dokomo in Japan. And I know that is a wireless character. Speaking of speaking Speaking of two KT, just for the fun of it, there you go. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I found a, I found a wall I found a, a wallpaper for that. Yeah, anybody wanted a peppered fries? I do that all the time on my fries. I didn't know that was like a rarity for some people. Do you pepper your fries? I've lost Dito. Sometimes, <laughs> but um, the only time. No, I think the only time I ever pepper my fries is. Is of his cheese on it. I I love how the only moral dilemma that um, 
uh, Sado has in this in both of these episodes is do I use my remaining magic to fix the fryer? <laughs> I gotta get that the quota. Was... I gotta get the quota. We're not gonna be number one in the district. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta be this this employee of the month of peppered fries. <sighs> should I? Should I use it? The word? Come on. And it's just like going. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man. So this is something that demon a demon would never do is waste your your power on fries. Yeah. Um... <laughs> or fix a fryer. Sorry. So I am. I'm like super super excited on where that's going to go. Um and you know, here's a, and then speaking of where things are going to go, they don't have any giants in uh, Mao Sama, but this next anime yeah. does. Such an epic intro. And our next anime is Attack on Titan or Shingeki no Kyojin. And it's brought to you by eating. Eat and stay alive or Mikasa will make you eat. <laughs> All right. So this is and out of the first thing I came the first thing I came live or first thing that came to my head after this is this Oh man. All right. So this is the anime that you guys at home voted and made and wanted us to talk about so we listened and we brought in attack on titan so this is your guys's viewer choice right here um you can guess which ones dito and i picked on other ones i think that'd be a fun game see if people can figure out who picked what (laughs) i I think they probably could because we talked about it (laughs) who knows um all right so this is the world of attack on titan it's in a world where giants literally roam everywhere, and humanity's only way of protecting themselves is building is these giant walls with fire. <laughs> we can't. They're like they're like nine, ten giant foot. Walls. Yeah, of course, building giant walls that the that so far the uh, giants have not been able to go over. And we're introduced to some of the characters like Aaron Jaeger, and he's the main character in here. And okay, here's another spoiler in Attack on Titan. This is an episode one spoiler. His mother gets killed because the giants, there's a colossal giant that kind of breaks the walls and lets all the other giants into their um, little town. And his mother actually gets killed in that attack. Um, and, but his adopted sister, uh, Mikasa Ackerman, that's a English name, uh, is... Uh, is it, she's kind of ta- she's still alive and tags along. She's more of the uh, protective type because uh, I won't spoil that because that's not in these two episodes. Um, <laughs> we can tell KT might have watched more than two. Um, <laughs> you can tell Tito might have watched more than two. As well. um, but she's super protective of him and kind of want to make sure he's okay. Um, and of course, to finish off the trio, his name uh, they have uh, Aaron's best friend Armin Arlert and. Uh, He's more of the strategy kind of type on there, but we'll get into that in later episodes. No, he's more like the, the I'm thinker. going to uh, I'm going to be very scared of everything, but then take initiative like when I really need to. Yeah. So what what's kind of uh... <laughs> oh man, Sparky's saying words. I don't know if I should read them or not, but she's singing. 
And it goes, I dig my hole, you build a wall. I dig my hole and you build a wall. One day that wall's gonna fall. Gonna build that city on a hill. Gonna build that city on a hill. Someday those tears are gonna spill. <laughs> Sparky, what the hell? Apparently that's from later <laughs> awesome. episodes. Um, and I'm surprised but, I could read that pretty well. <laughs> I'm surprised you do too. But you know, and in this in this case itself, we see, like in the first episode, we see a bit of their life behind the walls and their... Like how a lot of the citizens are taking their safety for granted. Yeah, because um, uh, oh, it's from the manga. I think I need to read the manga. Um, so you know, because even the guards, they're like drinking on duty and stuff, and like, oh, these walls will hold. I've never seen these walls breached or anything. And people are living, you know, crowded life. I think I'd go nuts to be honest with you, being in the crowded city like that. That drive me nuts. Um, <laughs> and then you know. Everything seems to be good, um, even to the point where they're, like, organizing attacks on the giants outside the wall. Not successful, but they're trying, at least. Yeah, yeah um, it's like, because they took out their legion, and, you know, everyone's like, like, yay, oh, the legion's backed, and all of a sudden, it's like going, uh, we just, anyways. Yeah, um, and then everything changes in, when the Etten appears, this super, like, he's probably twice the height of the normal giants on there. And the gi- oh, giants are, more like, than twice. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's colossal. He, he, like, towers over the walls. Because those, those walls are about 50 feet, I think. And 50 he, meters. Yeah, 50 meters, yes, because Japan uses metric, unlike the U.S. Um, <laughs> and because you can see him looking over, and he... Uh, breaks through this first wall right here. We we find out the the way they design the walls is like there's some of these cities that kind of jut out a little bit and they're designed to attract the giants so they can fo- focus their forces in those areas if they ever get attacked versus doing this giant diameter or, or this giant circumference of the wall they have out. And um, he starts attacking and Dito, this is, you wrote this note. I think you should mention this. I'm surprised because I, w- I would think... Uh, our previous anime, um, the Mao-sama, would have more, but apparently I was wrong. Yeah. So for anyone who's ever watched kind of gory anime, you know, with Elvin Lead, um, Berserk, you know, any of these like kind of blood-related animes, blood plus? in situations like this, every human has five gallons of blood pressurized. Spray blood, you know, back in the days... When movie special effects weren't that great, and you just you could tell it's a tube. Yeah, that's yeah, like <laughs> anytime, anytime there's gonna be an, like a really epic scene or gonna be like a very uh, traumatic scene. Dr- sorry, dramatic scene. Traumatic. Oh, I guess traumatic well, is too. You gotta but admit how the good, giants eat the humans are like pretty traumatic. Yeah, well, the best way that uh, Sparky put it, splat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on there. So. We we kind of we kind of see how their world is turned entirely upside down. Um, no, not entirely, literally, uh, literally upside down. Um, and then eaten. Yeah, uh, I got I gotta admit, there's something so creepy about these giants, and and, and how it's how, those or, smiles. It, it's yeah, it's I, I think it's smiles. It's their like Pun faces. It, it's literally their faces that you know you just like you don't seem intelligent, but. You're totally, it's a uh, you know size thing, right there. And when it comes down to everything in life, it's always a size issue. Um, 
um, on there. <laughs> but you know, with, with that, um, Aiton, he kind of Aaron, Aaron, is it Aaron? Yeah, Aaron, Aaron. I wrote I wrote the names Aaron. down for a reason. Aaron. He he kind of you know notices that all the castle guards and stuff they're pretty uh, sparky. They might be intelligent. They don't look intelligent. It's like when you meet me for the first time, like this kid actually knows how to do stuff. No, it's, it comes down to like when you first meet KT, you see him with the cameras, like going, "Oh, you're just gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. you're a tourist, you're a tourist, just uh, taking pizza, pictures and everything." Pizza. I think no, you're pizza. No, I'm actually a, a medical grad and uh, <laughs> I host a research facility. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I um, love that. I love that guy on the on the CES bus ride. That was awesome. Oh, dude, it happens often. <laughs> I was actually just at this meet and greet, and they're like, "So, what do you do?" Well, and the funny thing is, I'm—it's it, weird because you talk to these people, and they're like, "So, you're a grad student?" No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so back to the topic, Aaron—he—he, he, you know, he wants revenge. He wants to kill every single Titan out in the world. So, this isn't just petty revenge. This is like bloodless revenge. Yeah, so in in the typical Edward Alric style, he joins the military. Well, they're called he sorry, he joins the candidate corps, which yes. now like, the they're going to spend the next 3 years literally training, training him to well, kill well, giants. Well, what do you think? He's not going to learn how to slay a titan in 24 hours, you know. You know, if this was like the kind of anime that we would assume, yes, because they would probably spend literally one episode just showing like okay you know they don't this ha- is what they, they do you know like, they don't have dating sims in this anime if they had dating sims he probably learned really this quick. isn't the matrix <laughs> you can't just download <laughs> the information to your head and then go out there and, and just like i know kung fu yeah <laughs> oh man parts of that movie don't hold up <laughs> there's a lot of those <laughs> um but we find there's an issue because they're in an enclosed space, so you can't have population growth because you're going to run out of supplies. And they're already running out of supplies out there and then having these refugees move closer into the walls because apparently they have different walls. And I have no idea where they decided to name these walls, but it's called like Maria and something. And Maria, something. Rose, and then there is like the ca- like the capital wall that has yeah. where the king is. Yeah, it's weird. Like, okay. I'd just call it well one, two, and three, but okay, we we'll just take it the hard way by naming them these names that Dito and I will not remember because well, we're terrible with yeah, names. Well, I kind of remember those ones, but you have to think too. It's like with because of all the refugees and everything, so if they had to take out two hundred fifty thousand of them, tried to slay the giants, and only two hundred return. But because of that, it's pretty much like it was one there. Well, that's one fifth of the population in the walls. That's a lot. It is. That is, and they just kind of sent him out to be slaughtered. Yeah, which is kind—it of, just so, it shows you what kind of like society this is too. Where it's like you know, as the further you get into these walls, you get these people that are more set, are more. It feels like they're more like selfish. You yeah, know? Like, they, they they feel like they're um they 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 they're in higher positions. They're more they deserve their position where they aren't. And you know that these people in the outer realms are not worthy to be in their presence. On it's a superiority complex, which is an issue because if you're fighting titans, you really shouldn't be fighting with yourself. You know, no, 
but with they've been at peace for over a hundred years. So I guess, you know, you'll eventually start getting that kind of attitude where you know, like once, once peace settles in and you know, you don't have to worry about other threats too. You can start focusing on yourself more, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think this anime is going, do we know if it's going 20 plus episodes? Cause it, at the pace it's going right now, 12 episodes is going to be pushing it. I don't think they're going to resolve much if they're going at 12 on there. Um, Cause they're, I don't know. It's, it's actually pretty slow if you think about it. Oh, 22 episodes, Sparky. Thank you, Sparky. Um, because we're already two episodes in and not much has happened since episode one. To be honest, you know, most of the oh. most of the episode is Aaron kind of brooding. Yeah, so I'm assuming is that we're going to see our uh, Majestic Prince probably as a 12-er because it's, it may be 24 just because it seems like it could go that far because it's a mech mo- anime. Mo- yeah, most mech animes is like automatically 20-plus episodes. Yeah. And Please I'm not don't seeing, go 50-something. Yeah, it's like if it goes any further than that one, oh, I hope it. I was kind of hoping it didn't. Well, it was going to go the same way as that we had our... Um, yeah, we might have to drop an anime that's nuts. Yeah, I might have to drop if it goes over that because I was kind of afraid of that when we were doing our basketball one. But I love our basketball one. Yeah, that one's awesome. Kuroko, I, come! I don't. When is I don't that coming back? Kausama. Does any Does anybody know when Kuroko's coming back? I need... no. The second season comes back probably in uh, summer. <sighs> it's going to be the same time as that swimming one comes out. Oh dear! The, the swimming anime that's going to make everybody gay. Apparently, uh, you guys send that in. We're not doing it. I... <laughs> oh come on! Like, I'm going to start doing Pokemon episodes before I do that. No, it's like, because uh, Malsama, I don't see, I really don't see it being more than a 12. I see a 12, plus an OAV. Yeah. But, yeah, Attack on Titan seems to be going to be a 22, 26, according to our, uh, our our chat room. Our knowledgeable chat room. Because you guys our knowledgeable are... chat room, because they're actually looking up all the stuff for yes. us, so we don't have to. Yes. And then um, Majestic Prince, I don't see, it looks like it, we're going to see at least 13 Maybe mm-hmm. twenty four because it is Mecca and the only Mecca Robots. one I know of I can say off the top of my head that's more than you better not say 13. pilot candidate. <laughs> no, it's not pilot candidate. It was a it was a the double eighty three, the Gundam double eighty three. That was a twelver. Yes, and eighth MS team. Oh, yeah, eighth MS team. That's the one I was thinking. I'm sorry. Eighth MS team double eighty. Oh, double eighty three no, was twelve. Yeah. You're thinking yeah, you're, right. you're thinking of double uh, eighty. That was six. No, no, I was thinking of the MS. I was thinking of both of those actually, but <laughs> I just KT to... likes his Gundam. Yes, but KT not really his Gundam. Like Gun- but not his Gundam ripoffs. Uh, oh come on! <laughs> they got TM Revolution, Dito. Like <laughs> you, they steal the story, they steal the whole everything, and then they get the guy who makes themes for Gundam already. <laughs> TM Revolution is pretty much Gundam's, you know, yeah. go-to OST makers yeah all right so that's actually all we have for our uh episodes or for our discussion portion of the kita anime podcast on there so i hope you guys enjoyed and i hope you guys keep watching um let me remind you we do both have audio and video versions of this podcast so if you don't want to see dito and i's face and want to save on bandwidth (laughs) go get the audio version um but if you want to see some weird things because uh Dito and I t- tend to do vi- visual cues. Or if you just want to see me bounce all the time, you can get the video version too that will be on YouTube. But all, actually all of this, you can just go on to ktdata.net, including the show notes to the to watching these animes at ktdata.net.
We got links, everybody. Links. Links. And <laughs> Magnus in the chat room says their beauty slows down near his laptop. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I haven't cracked your screen yet, Magnus. Um, I'm surprised mine hasn't. If you guys have seen, we're talking to the chat room. I love talking to people in the chat room. Um, we do record this live in our, well, you know, it's in two weeks. Um, June, June 4th. June 4th. Uh, 2013 is our next um is our next live episode and you can just head on over to ktdata.net slash live watch talk in the chat room and you can uh see us and our pre and post shows they're pretty funny too and i don't record those because i don't have enough hard drive space for that um you can also email us any feedback if you think wow dito kt you guys are so wrong about these first two episodes email us at kita at ktdata.net we're also on facebook facebook.com slash ktdata.net Google Plus with the new redesign. Just search for uh, Kita Enemy Podcast on there. And um, anything else, Dito? Um, let's see. I can't think of anything right now that needs to be plugged in besides that. We're awesome. I lie, though. Dito's, you're horrible at lying, man. But yeah, so thank you, Dito. I always have fun. I can't believe the show's over already. We'll talk after, too. Why not? Yeah. You should all join our live chats and everything because, you know, before and after, like before the show and after the show, we just go off the key. So do join us on our chats. Yep. And thank you guys for watching or listening at home. You know we're listening. I mean, one of these enemies you guys picked. Um, and we'll see you in two weeks, guys. Till then. Bye. See ya. Hey, Dito, do you know what time it is? Damn you.